Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, uh, today we're going to take a, uh, a little bit of a change, but not really much of a change because I just kind of talk about whatever I feel like I need to talk about, and that's what we're going to do today. Um, but I am also going to uh, be doing a few episodes uh, that are kind of episodic. Funny, right? Episodes that are episodic. <laughs> well, of course they are. But anyway, uh, more topical as well, too. So uh, for those of you that have read the book, The Four Agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz, um, this has just kind of come into my attention again. I've, I've read this book a few times, um, but just again, kind of got that feeling that I need to go through and talk about the four different agreements and uh, some of the principles that uh, Don Miguel brought up in the book. And uh, so today we are going to tackle the first one, which is being impeccable with your word. So with that, hold on. Here we go. Let's run that episode now. You are jamming with Jason Mefford, where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous some may seem ordinary and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic accepting and loving yourself more and spreading love to others since really all you need is love and what the world needs now is love, sweet love. We discuss all aspects of self-improvement, growth, and so much more. Great content, insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens. You're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, let's roll that beautiful podcast footage. All right. So as I told you in the intro, we're going we're gonna to be talking a little bit about um, the book, The Four Agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz. And uh, the first of those agreements is called be impeccable with your word. Okay, be impeccable with your word. So I have the book in front of me. Um, I've actually underlined some different passages. And so I'm going to read a few of those, talk about it. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, Jason, I already know what that means. I already understand that. I already do that. Well, as Don says, it's it's uh, one of the most difficult, one of the most important, and also the most difficult to honor. Uh, so I will tell you, I know for myself, and I'm guessing for you, uh, there's probably always some uh, some room for improvement uh, in this particular area. And the other thing that I wanted to bring up as well is, um, I I I believe that a lot of people have a little bit of a misunderstanding about this particular agreement as well. Uh, why? Because I know I was a little confused about it myself. So a lot of times when people think, oh, you're impeccable with your word, they just kind of think integrity and meaning, you know, when I say something, I'm going to do something. I follow through. I keep my word. 
And while, yes, that is a part of being impeccable with your word, it's not the only thing. Uh, and in fact, there's a big thing about being impeccable with your word that uh, if you're not following, you're really probably not being impeccable. Okay, so there we go. So um, this is one of those, again, kind of unscripted. So let's just dive in and get going. I'm just going to read a few passages and then kind of talk about them uh, and see where we go. This might be a short episode. It might be a long one. I don't know yet, right? Because I haven't finished recording it, but I'm going to know when we're done with it. Um, but regardless, you know, the fact that you're listening to this right now means that there's at least one thing, if not more things in this episode that you need to hear today. Um, so here we go. Let's get going. So um, the first uh, area or first passage that I had kind of underlined, it says, the word is not just a sound or a written symbol. The word is a force. It is the power you have to express and communicate, to think, and thereby to create the events in your life. Okay. And so there is a lot of power in words. Okay. In fact, words and sound and frequency are the ways that things are actually manifested and created. Okay. So the things that you're saying to yourself, the things that you're saying to other people actually determines what you are creating or sometimes destroying in your life as well. Okay. And so we're, we're going to get into that more. Um, but again, I want you to, to realize and start uh, really kind of understanding how powerful words actually are. Okay. So another, another passage here, depending upon how it is used, the word can set you free or it can enslave you even more than you know. All the magic you possess is based on your word. Your word is pure magic and misuse of your word is black magic. Okay, so I want to talk about this for a little bit, right? Um, so we've already established the word is power, right? And how you choose to use those words that are magical, right? Because your words uh, make magic happen. You can, and, and I want you to, to stop and kind of think and ask yourself, am I using my words for kind of white magic or good things, uh, you know, to, to set me free? Or am I using my words in such a way that what I'm actually doing is maybe some dark or black magic, okay? Uh, and so again, you know, you, you can think about in fairy tales or fantasy, you know, you've got a sorcerer or, or a witch or whatever you want to call it, necromancer, uh, that often will put spells on people. Now, how do they put spells on people? Well, sometimes they mix up a little potion of different things, do some alchemy. Um, but a lot of times it's about words, right? There's a specific spell that they say, certain words that they say to help create whatever it is, whatever magic it is that they are trying to do. Now, a lot of you might think, oh, that's just fairy tale. That's just fiction. That's just, you know, whatever but it's actually much more true and real than you actually realize. In fact, those things are actually real. Um, and believe it, don't believe it, doesn't matter. 
But regardless of whether you believe it or not, your words are casting a spell. Okay. So next quote to talk about here. Every human is a magician and we can either put a spell on someone with our word or we can release someone from a spell. We cast spells all the time with our opinions. And so again, as a, you know, I don't know if I had, had kind of recognized this part of we can release someone from a spell. And as I, as I again sat and thought about and kind of recapitulated on that particular topic, um, here's kind of what that means, right? You can say something to someone and put a spell on them to maybe make them feel bad about themselves. And again, sometimes we don't do that intentionally. You know, sometimes, well, I think there was a story in here where he kind of shared an example of like a, you know, a mom that comes home from work and her daughter's singing and it's being really annoying. And the, the mom's kind of annoyed and frustrated and a little bit angry and says something like, you have such an ugly voice, you should never sing. Okay. Well, those words, right, kind of create or usually do create magic, and it's black magic at that point, to where, you know, if that other person accepts those words, accepts the spell that you just cast, this little girl might stop singing. And she might not sing the rest of her life. Why? Because mommy told me when I was a little girl that I had an ugly voice and I should just shut up. So <laughs> I'm going to believe that I have an ugly voice and I'm just not going to sing the rest of my life. Now, this happens a lot, right? This might be something that you experienced. I've heard this from a lot of different people, right? Uh, people telling you, oh, you can't sing, you shouldn't sing, and so people don't do it. Or you can't dance, so you shouldn't dance, right? That was one that I was told, right? One of my wives told me you can't dance, so I just kind of stopped dancing, right? Should I listen to that spell? Probably not. I should get out there and shake my booty uh, and have a good time dancing. But on the flip side, right, is let's say that somebody like that little girl had been told something. A, a black magic spell had been cast to that little girl. But what can happen is when someone comes up to her and maybe she's humming or she's doing something, she's not fully singing or maybe she sings a little bit and some other kind person comes up to her and says, honey, you have such a beautiful voice. You should sing all the time and you should sing to the top of your lungs. Well, that new person now is casting a new spell to try to release that little girl from the previous spell. Okay. And that's beautiful. That is so beautiful, right? So when I talk about kindness and about saying nice things to other people, you're actually casting good spells to help take away some of the black magic that they had in their life before. How beautiful is that? Okay, um, another one. By hooking our attention, the word can enter our mind and change a whole belief for better or worse. Okay, so what does that mean, right? Well, again, as I told you, if, if you're that little girl and when mommy says that to you, if you hook onto those words, if you choose to believe those words, 
If you choose to incorporate those words and have those become a part of your identity, right? Then those words are changing you. But what if instead, when somebody would say things like that to you, and again, I'm just using this girl as the example, right? But it, apply it to however or whatever is being said to you. But what if instead, when that mom came to her, the little girl said in her mind, right? Don't say this out loud to your mom and get slapped, <laughs> okay? But what if the little girl instead could say in her mind, mommy, I love you. I know you're frustrated and I choose not to believe what you're saying. I have a beautiful voice and I love to sing. Now, if if the girl at that time had said something like that to herself and cast that spell on herself, she wouldn't have gotten hooked in. She wouldn't have an issue the rest of her life thinking that she had an ugly voice, right? So, you know, a question for you is when people say things like that to you, are you choosing to believe what other people say and hook into it and let those words become a part of you and let those words become a, a spell on you? Or are you choosing to ignore, to push away, to not believe, to not allow those words to hook into you? Because really, if you don't want to keep going backwards or keep having a lot of these black magic spells cast on you, then you got to start doing that. That's the way to stop, right, any of this future stuff from actually hitting you. So, okay. Um, then he kind of goes on here and he talks about the word impeccability. And so again, the word impeccability is not a word that we use often in the, in the English language uh, because it kind of has a specific meaning. And so again, you know, for those of you that maybe English is not your first language, let me kind of explain what the word means um, because it brings up another point uh, around impeccability and being impeccable with our word that I think a lot of people don't actually think about, okay? And so the word impeccable means without sin, without sin, okay? And he says, one of the quotes is, a sin is anything that you do which goes against yourself. Everything you feel or believe or say that goes against yourself is a sin. So what could that look like? Okay. Because again, if you were if you were raised religious like I was, you know, you might think of sins as, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain or uh, stealing, right? Those are things that we usually label as sins. But we don't really talk about, right, that it goes against ourself. Now, obviously, again, if I if I steal from someone, if I bear false witness about somebody else, I'm harming those other people, but I'm also harming myself. And so with this definition, yeah, those would be sins, right? If I'm hurting you, then I'm hurting myself as well. And so my hurting you is hurting myself. And so that would be a sin to myself, okay? Um, but what about some other things? Like if I'm, if I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, Jason, you're just so stupid. That was such a stupid thing to do. 
Well, if I say that, then I am not being impeccable with my word. Why? Because I'm lying. I'm doing something that goes against my higher self, right? My higher self would not tell myself that I'm stupid because that harms me. That goes against who I am. That damages and lowers my frequency. And those are things that also would be considered a sin, right? So it's how we're, how we're even choosing to use the words that we use can end up coming back as a sin that way, okay? And, you know, he goes on to say, from this point of view, the whole concept of sin changes from something moral or religious to something common sense. So I want to read that one again, because again, for all of you that were kind of raised religious, you might be looking at, at sin as only being like the Ten Commandments or other things like that. But when you think of it in the way of impeccability and, and going against yourself, now all of a sudden, instead of it being dogmatic, some checklist that you're supposed to do or not do, it becomes something much more practical that you can actually think about and do in your in your daily life. Okay, so again, from this point of view, the whole concept of sin changes from something moral or religious to something common sense. Sin begins with the rejection of yourself. Self-rejection is the biggest sin that you commit. Okay? Self-rejection is the biggest sin that you commit. So what I just told you about telling myself that I'm stupid, uh, not loving myself, saying things that are unkind to myself so that I'm showing myself that I don't love myself. Those are actually the biggest sins that we can commit. And in fact, they're the ones that we most frequently commit, right? It's like, when was the last time you committed adultery? Or when was the last time that you uh, stole from somebody? When was the last time that you bore false witness about somebody? I'm guessing it's probably not like today or, or last week or last month or maybe even last year. Those things that we usually think about sins are not the things that we're dealing with every single day. But when was the last time that you told yourself something unkind? When was the last time that you thought something unkind about yourself? When was the last time that you did something to yourself that was unkind or not in your highest interest? I'm guessing the answer is today. Because I know for me, the answer is today. I've done some things even today that would go against that, right? But every day, I'm doing my best. Every day, right, I'm doing that less and less. And the more that I practice it, the more that I love myself and the more impeccable that I actually am. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. What else do I want to share today? Um, okay. This is a good paragraph too. So let me, let me share this paragraph with you, which kind of goes along with what we've just been talking about. If I love myself, I will express that love in my interactions with you. And then I'm being impeccable with the word because that action will produce a like reaction. If I love you, 
then you will love me. If I insult you, you will insult me. If I have gratitude for you, you will have gratitude for me. If I'm selfish with you, you will be selfish with me. If I use the word to put a spell on you, you are going to put a spell on me. Okay. So that goes back to kind of the concept that we were talking about before, where, you know, when we're doing these things to other people, we're also doing them to ourselves. And so, again, as you think about it, you might think, you know, me being angry as the mom and telling my daughter that she has an ugly voice, that doesn't have anything to do with me. That's only with her. But the fact that you did that to her, that's coming back to you, right? If I'm kind to you, you will be kind to me. If I'm grateful for you, you will be grateful for me. But if I insult you, right? then you will insult me. And by me insulting you, even if you don't insult me back, I'm insulting myself, right? Because you and I are connected. We are the same. Uh, anyway, I won't get any, any deeper on that today. That's probably a topic for another episode. Here we go. Next quote. Because uh, this is leading into another uh big, big point for you to think about when it comes to impeccability that again, as I read it this time, really hit home to me even more. But it says, whenever we hear an opinion and believe it, we make an agreement and it becomes part of our belief system. So again, right, if you, if usually other people like to give us their opinions and if you choose to believe their opinions, their opinions become a spell on you. And so, you know, again, we probably just shouldn't, agree, not necessarily agree with, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't just accept others' opinions as fact. We shouldn't hook on to them. We shouldn't latch on to them. We shouldn't, you know, make them part of ourselves because that's just your opinion, man, right? You know, great quote from Big Lebowski. That's just your opinion, man. And again, most of what we say is actually opinion and not fact anyway, okay? Now, this is going to lead into this other, other topic that uh, a lot of you might be guilty of. I know I find myself guilty of sometimes that I'm working on. Um, but it says, um, so the, the, next, the next quote, the only thing that can break a spell is to make a new agreement based on the truth. And so again, we've talked about that a little bit, right? Either... You know, you, you somebody comes along and tells you the opposite and you choose to believe that and that then breaks the first spell uh, or we kind of stop. We don't ever hook onto it to begin with. That breaks their spell. It never lets it, it, it uh, attach to ourselves. Um, and here we go. OK, the next quote, gossip is black magic at its very worst because it is pure poison. Gossip is black magic at its very worst because it is pure poison. Openly giving their opinions about other people is gossip. Now, <laughs> stop and think about that for a minute. Right? You might be sitting here and I use the word gossip and you're like, oh, Jason, I don't gossip about people. Really? You don't ever express your opinions about other people to other people because that's gossip, right? 
Oh, Jason's beard looks kind of funny today. Oh, Jason's voice looks funny. I, I don't like what he's wearing today, right? If we tell those things to other people, if we tell those things to ourselves, you're also casting a spell. And again, usually your opinion is not the truth. And so when people start to believe, start to listen to, start to spread uh, the gossip around, right? That is, um, is, is just pure poison because the problem is it spreads. Okay. And he uses, he actually uses the computer virus as an analogy, which everybody listening should probably be familiar with a computer virus, right? Is if, if a computer virus gets, uh, gets attached to a computer, it can spread to all the other computers, right? Pretty easily. Cause it's not, it's not confined. And so when one person starts some sort of gossip or expresses their opinion about somebody else, that opinion goes to other people. And some of those people that hear that are going to attach to it. And they're going to say, oh yeah, Jason's beard does look funny today. And they're going to believe it because they've attached to it. And before they know it, they're probably going to spread that or say that to somebody else like, oh my gosh, did you see Jason's live today? His beard was really crazy. It's like he had bed beard or something. <laughs> bed beard. Um, and then that's going to continue to go on and on and on and on, right? And again, most of the time uh, when we're doing those things, they're just our opinion. And often they're not very flattering or complimentary to the other person, right? Because again, think about what people gossip about. Oh my gosh, can you believe Jason? He's gotten so fat lately. Hmm. Well, that's interesting, right? Actually, I'm getting the other way, but whatever. Um, and that can be damaging to you, damaging to me, damaging to everybody who actually hears it. Now, again, on the flip side, when you do something kind, when you do something nice, when you share a real compliment, when you express gratitude to someone else, it does the same thing, only that's white magic, right? And I think I, you know, I, I shared on a, on a live before, and I think in a podcast episode on one of my other podcasts about spreading kindness and saying something kind to someone else. And that ripples through. It's like you throw a pebble in the lake and the ripples are just going out, right? Because just like with the negative things, people want to talk about it to other people. People also want to talk about the good things. So would you rather be putting the negative black magic words out there that are going to have a ripple and an impact on everybody else? Or would you rather be putting the good white magic out there of complimenting people, telling them you love them, that you're grateful for them, you know, oh man, you, you look so good today. I, you know, you're, you have such a beautiful smile, right? You look very nice in that dress, you know, whatever it might be, but now you're doing it on the positive side. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit here at the end. I think that kind of the last quote here as we kind of wrap up uh, is again around kind of your opinion, but also about developing immunity. 
So wouldn't it be nice, right? And again, if you think like in a in a fantasy movie, right? And and some magician comes and they try to put a spell on the hero. And they're doing all their stuff. They're coming up with their witchy brew and they're they're doing their spell, but when they try to cast the spell on our hero in the story, it's like that hero is wrapped in light or is wrapped in some some force field that no matter what that magician tries to do, it just won't stick. They just can't get the spell to stick and hurt our hero in the story. Well, wouldn't it be nice if you could do the same thing so that when people around you that are negative or saying things that are negative, when they're casting black magic word spells on you, that you just don't even pick up on it. You're just immune to it like our hero from the movie. Well, listen, because here we go. This is going to be a little bit longer uh, a quote, but let me just read from the book again here. Your opinion is nothing but your point of view. It is not necessarily true. Your opinion comes from your beliefs, your own ego, and your dream. We create all this poison and spread it to others just so we can feel right about our own point of view. And again, that's why most people end up trying to express their opinions because they want to seem like they're right. And they believe that their opinions are right. Okay, continuing on. If we adopt the first agreement, right? And the first agreement is be impeccable with your word and become impeccable with our word, any emotional poison will eventually be cleaned from our mind and from our communication in our personal relationships, including with your pet dog or cat. Impeccability of the word will also give you immunity from anyone putting a negative spell on you. You will only receive a negative idea if your mind is fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is no longer fertile ground for the words that come from black magic. Instead, it is fertile for the words that come from love. You can measure the impeccability of your word by your level of self-love. Okay, <laughs> some really good stuff in there. If you want to rewind and listen to that part again, okay? But let's just talk about that as, as we kind of close up for today. So um, you might be sitting there thinking, well, I think I'm impeccable with my word, but how do I know? How do I measure it? Well, again, the answer was just given there. What's your level of self-love? You know, and again, when you're when you're serious about it, when you're really objective and honest about it, how much do you love yourself? Do your words express that? Does the way that you treat yourself uh, fall in line with that? And and that's the true way of really becoming impeccable and really the first place to start is being kind with yourself, of saying kind things to yourself, of really loving yourself, taking care of yourself, both mind, body, and spirit. And um, you will start to feel different. You'll start to feel that self-love. 
that self-love will lead to love for others, love for everything. And that's a pretty high vibe frequency that if you can be in the feeling of love all the time, it is a wonderful place to be. Okay. Now that's how you kind of start, right? Start with yourself. Uh, start with any time somebody starts to say something bad about somebody else, don't pass it on. Choose not to believe it, right? Now, you're not going to do it all the time. There's going to be times when you mess up, but start becoming more aware of it, right? And as you do that, you will start to love yourself more. And as an added benefit, you will start to become immune to other people trying to cast these black magic spells on you, okay? Which is beautiful. It's just like you're the that hero in the movie that, you know, every, they're, they're throwing spells at you and they're trying to shoot you or whatever, but it's just like you have this uh, force field around yourself and whatever gets thrown at you, it don't stick, right? Which is a great feeling to have. So that's what I got for this week. Uh, be impeccable with your word. And again, this is something that we're all going to be working on our whole life. Just do better every single day. Place more awareness on it. Um, because this is the way that, again, we show ourselves self-love and that we can show love to other people as well. So go out and have a great week and think about how you can be more impeccable with your word this week. And we'll see you on the next episode. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others. You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.